0: Serious XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon everybody. Opportunity 2 At the Arrowhead Golf Club out there in Rapid City with the fat guy in Rapid, uh, where, you know, a good buddy of ours, uh, you know, obviously they threw him out of the Catholic Church in Rome forever, did the Catholic Channel, moved out to Rapid after a stint in Fort Collins, has a lovely wife, child, the whole bit, uh, and he moves in Rapid City. Rapid City now is about. An hour from the Wyoming border. It's amazing that many people know where it is. They think it's in Iowa. No, it's not. It's in, it's in, uh, uh, it's in uh, South Dakota. It's about an hour from uh, the Wyoming border. And Mount Rushmore is in Rapid City. That was built in the late 20s. And Mount Rushmore, which I went to last time. I didn't go to this time. Mount Rushmore is about a half hour, 35 minutes from Rapid. Uh, maybe a little less than that. And it was, you know, the four, which Roosevelt and uh, Washington and Lincoln and um, and Jefferson, you know, into the, I think Jefferson's the last one. Right. Uh, you know, carved into the mountains. there. It's a great site. And we went there uh, a couple of years ago. So that's where Rapid City is. Small town, mountain time zone. It's about a five hour drive to Denver. Um, you know, and it's in the Badlands of South Dakota. I mean, think Teddy Roosevelt and, you know, think 1900. I mean, that's uh, when you're thinking of Rapid City, South Dakota. And so I went out there for his two day member guest. He has been out there for a while. He's obviously from Howard Beach, Queens, originally, uh, and again, a longtime priest in the Catholic Church. So. No longer. He goes to church and he also was at my father's memorial service as a member of the Catholic Church, too. So, you know, he's uh, Catholicism chewing through and he had his uh, second uh, second time I've been out there. He's the president of this club right now. They love him. He's Mr. Personality. So for whatever the reason he they have um, uh, they have they have uh, latched on to a loud New Yorker who's an excellent organizer, as we have discussed, and a good tour operator, as we discussed in the past, he did that European tour for me in scotland when i was turning 60 in 2019 did a great job so from that standpoint so two years ago i went out to rapid to play in the golf event it's a two-day event and they made some changes two years ago it was very tedious and very long and there was a practice round. There was a par 3 tournament. There was another day where they did alternate shot when the tournament was actually over waiting for the 9-hole playoff. I mean, it was ridiculous. And he has taken over and he has streamlined it to such a degree where they do a practice round and a par 3 6-hole uh, around the world derby. Or a par 3 around the world cross country little par 3. They do that on the first day with uh, dinner in between. And then the second day they played 27. They used to have 18 then 27. He has switched it 27 to 18, and there's uh, you know, there's 120 groups, there's 10 flights. This is your typical. Uh, member guest if you are one of those guys who plays in these member guests where you know you get a half a point if you have the whole point if you win the whole point if you win the match and two years ago I did not play well I was awful Um, and I thought that uh, and I hadn't been playing that well as you guys know I told you about that uh, President's Cup qualifier which Slowpoke Divine won and how bad I was Uh, and I was not that much better here this week and that really bothered me and I can't although I would love to sit there and I would love to go out out there And Barry Rob, and, you know, he stinks, and he can't putt, and he's driving. I can't. And he used to be about a 13 or a 14 handicap, and he is now a legit 11-3 index, and he's a legit 11 handicap. Now, this course has got a 128 slope. They have drivable. They got a couple par 4s that are actually drivable, and they got a couple of par 5s that you can get there in two. Uh, And they don't do tee times. So the first day is very tedious because you got 30 groups, 30 foursomes out on the course on the same, you know, at the same time with a shotgun start, which is silly. Everybody taking forever. They should do the tee times to stagger it. They don't do that. For, they want everybody to finish at the same time so everybody can get drunk together at the same time. And yeah, they do a lot of drinking in South, South Dakota. Whatever the case, that's how they do it. But I was really revved up to play. Uh, I, you know, uh, I... Went out there. I played the practice round. I didn't play great in the practice round, but I still thought that I would play decent golf. I'm familiar with the golf course. The golf course grew, grew on me a lot more this time than it did the last time. You can't compare everything to Wingfoot. Uh, it's in Rapid City, remember. But it grew on me, and it's in good shape, and I love the head pro and everything else. And I know some of the guys, and they are huge, serious XM fans, by the way, out in Rapid. They don't watch the TV. They don't baseball, no uh But they, they listen to the radio. They, uh, they're in the cars a lot. There's no mass transit. They're in that car. They put that Sirius XM on. Uh, believe it or not, a lot of fans. So there's always that pressure on me in that scenario because it's almost like I'm playing for a, uh, playing for a team. I'm playing for us. And I went out there, and although I did not get off to a terrible start, I, was, I just wasn't good. I, I'll give you a couple examples. The first two days, the, well, the first day, 27 holes there's five par 3s on the course you play three nines so i played seven par 3s none of them longer than 180 yards and as short as 150 in that range seven par 3s i did not have one par you 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 cannot play golf it's not like they're 220-yard par threes. It's 170-yard par three. You, you got to put the ball a green and two-putt and get the hell out of there. And seven straight times on the first day, I did not par a par three. I had only for the tournament two days, I only had eight pars in 45 holes. So my performance was awful. And outside of a little stretch where the middle nine, I shot a 42, and then started the next nine, the last nine this is on Friday. I had a 47,42, 42 in the middle nine, and then I started on Friday, par, par, on the greening regulation on the third hole. From that moment on, I ended up shooting a 46. terrible. From that moment on, I was atrocious and upset that I was that bit. I mean, a combination of everything. T ball. Um, combination of a short game, leg putting, I could not get the speed of the greens, short, out of a bunker. I don't think one time I got the ball out of the bunker onto a green. I don't recall it. If I did, maybe one. I don't recall it. And I topped it off superbly because the last hole I played on Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock, uh, a dogleg downhill par four, dogleg left. I hit the second shot into the right side, uh, green side, right side bunker. Uh, lousy bunkers there at Arrowhead. They got to work on that. But regardless, is it that difficult just to take a sandwich and flop it on a big green? Basically... I hit it on the expressway, which borders the course. I didn't pick up any sand. That's how how bad I was. And when you get me in a situation where I start saying to myself and to Rob when he's out there, and Rob played well, so this has nothing to do with him. When you get me into the situation where I start muttering to myself, hey, I don't say anything, and then I get out of the cart and I start walking because I don't want to be in the cart with him because I feel bad. So I start walking to my next shots and, you know, up hills and down around a corner and everything else. No, I, I don't need a ride, Rob. I'll, I'll, give me a club. I'll go walk to my ball, that kind of thing. And it was slow, so it was easy to do. When I start doing that and then I mutter to myself saying, this is, I got to decide if I want to play anymore. This is ridiculous. I was supposed to go to Scotland next year with the Divines and company. I might blow that off. Uh, I have golf tomorrow morning with the, with the buddies from Sirius and our power cattle on there. I thought about blowing that off. Uh, this weekend, I'm not touching a golf club. I mean, uh, you know, I have to play the member member because I'm taking my kid. I'm going up there with our buddy Tim Welsh to Warwick, Long I- Rhode Island in August. Timmy, of course, longtime coach at, I- at, um, at Iona and Providence. You know, Timmy does the games on ESPN. But I was that bad. Uh, especially Saturday, that I got to the point where I said, "Jesus, is this worth it? If I am going to not be able, and I did everything wrong, if I drove the ball well uh, and hit a second decent shot, then I couldn't putt. If I, uh, or if I, you know, I actually swung and missed twice. Can you imagine that? Trying to chub a ball out from under a tree or behind a tree or around the tree because of poor drives twice, trying to basically punch the ball in the middle of the fairway. I swung and missed twice. And what am I supposed to say to Rob in that situation? For once, I can't kill him. And I would love to know outside of the drinking and I had to cut him off Saturday night. I mean, how many seven and sevens can you drink on the sweet side? Which is what he says. I mean, Rob, really? Ten. Uh, can you calm down a little bit? And they all have golf carts in uh, all the people who play at this club. They all have golf carts. Their wives buy them golf carts. Why? So they don't get behind a wheel and drive. They, so they drive the golf cart. They figure they can do. They do less damage if something happens. I mean, they all have a Rob, who lives about maybe a half, of, maybe a mile from the club. No, a little less, half a mile from the from the from Arrowhead. Has a golf cart, and it's an eight thousand dollar golf cart. It's not a cheap one. It's got cushions. It's big. It's it's got everything on it. Yeah, and, and you know he takes a golf cart everywhere. But I was so frustrated, and I feel bad because all these fans, these guys, know who I am. And although they are nice about it, you know how many, you know how many, you know how many of these guys supposed to be in there licking their chops? Wow, we got that dope Russo in our flight. He stinks. We'll kill him. You know how many of these guys, because I was in the fifth flight, not the sixth flight, which I was in last time. So the heart of flight. You know how many of these guys supposed to have said that? You know how many of these guys? And, you know, I talked to Divine and Dougie about it this last week. Ah, go get yourself fixed up at a lesson. I don't want to spend any more money on lessons. I don't want to have things circulating circulate in my head. Well, do this, do that. Here's how you line up. I don't want that. If I can't go on a golf course right now and not shoot a 98, and I shoot 98s at Arrowhead, Arrowhead's not Wingfoot, okay? I shoot a 98 at Wingfoot from the back tees, I'll live with it. Not Arrowhead. Arrowhead's, it, it, it's 128 slope. I, it's a fun golf. I love the place. But it's not Wingfoot, to be fair. It's in Rapid City, South Dakota. And that's how poorly I played. And we only won. I know we were not terrible in the flight. I, I think we were one, two, and two in our five matches. So we won one. We tied two, four and a half, four and a half, and lost two. And on Saturday, we won 6-4, lost 6-4. So on Saturday, I say to myself, after a 47-42-46 after a on Friday. Okay? So Saturday, I get up. I get up early. I get all the baseball scores. I actually FaceTime my kid who's in Atlanta at that AAU tournament. See what Timmy's up to. I get up at seven. I put my red shirt on, my Nike shirt, and my gray slacks, or gray pants, shorts. I go to the club. No bananas for breakfast. These are burritos and seven and sevens. So I had a cup of coffee, and that was the end of it. But I said to myself, let's go out there, and let's play the par threes well, and away you go. So we started on eleven. On Saturday. And we know we couldn't win the flight, but they have a good rule there that the team with the most points on the last day automatically qualifies for the playoff, which we don't do at Shorehaven, which is a very good idea. It keeps everybody in the flow of the event where they don't give up on the last day. We stink, I'm out. They have something to play for. So that's what we were shooting for. So on Saturday, I go to a par three on 11. It's a 152 yard par three. I played it the day before, and I, I got a four on it. I hit a seven iron, the same exact kind of shot I hit the day before. I hit it good, a little over the green, in the rough behind the hole. Now, Rob was on the green, so we were in decent shape. This is sort of a new leaf. Let's go out there. Let's play a good round. Let's get on the plane later on. You'll be peppy. Blah, blah, blah. So I take a sandwich out. I was in the rough. I was going to putt it. I said, let me take a sandwich out. And, you know, the pin was, I was in the back left. The pin was in the middle right. So, I, you know, I had a decent, I had a lot of green to work with. I take the sandwich out and I hit it. I stub it a foot. Get a four in a hole. So right away, I'm annoyed. I go to the next hole, 12. I hit a bad drive, not a great second shot. I'm 166 yards away getting a stroke. And I had a hybrid downhill Out of bounds, I hit a good shot. Middle of the green. Rob's getting a five, but I'm getting a stroke. We had halved the first two holes. This is an opportunity here. I three putt from 17 feet. You can't do that. You can't do that. The next hole, after I played well in the next par three, the following hole after that, this is where it, it finished me. Downhill, par five, pond in front, reachable in two with a great drive. Not for me, but for a good golfer. Interesting hole, loved the hole. Elevated tee, hit a decent tee shot. I popped up a second shot. But I had bogeyed, doubled, parred first three holes. I felt maybe I could have a decent round. I'm 135 yards away. I'm in the right rough, good lie. Pond in front. Take the freaking eight iron out. We are for crying out loud and just hit the goddamn thing. Excuse my French. Hit the goddamn thing on the green and two putt five and get the hell out of here. And I had parred the hole the day before. Two putt hole, two putt. And so what does the idiot do? He hits it in the water. I get a seven. The next tee, it's an uphill par, it's an uphill par four, 15. You know, I'm upset. I, I three-putt, lose the hole. I don't get up and down for a three, and then I hit the ball in the water on a third shot par five. So, you know, I'm at wit's end. I'm in Rapid City, South Dakota. I know I've killed myself for the rest of the week as far as playing sports are concerned. Jeannie's not going to let me go out there and play golf. So, I'm annoyed. So, what do I do with the drive on fifteen? I slice it basically perpendicular into a pond, out of bounds, seven, and from that, from that, from there, and then the last shot of the day was on an expressway, out of the bunker. Now, if you, I got in a Uber to go to the airport at about quarter to three. I was, I no nobody was there. I was inconsolable. It's stupid at sixty-three years of age to be this. When I run seven miles, I don't get inconsolable. Tennis occasionally with my second serve, occasionally. But if I'm going to go out there for four and a half hours and embarrass myself, kill my partner, and shoot a 98, maybe it is time to put the clubs away. 18 half the hour. So in five rounds, I shot a 47, 40, uh, 42, 46, 49. 48, 50. You are not winning any gob tournaments with a 47, 42, 46, 48, 50. My handicap is now a 17 from a borderline 14. That's so how bad I've been. Maybe it's time.